time for your heart-stopping news-packed 60 minutes of regular talk. Webmaster Radio presents The Pulse. The Pulse. Take your seat among the experts in the search engine marketing arena. This weekly radio show keeps you informed of the latest search news, offers insight on the biggest forum discussions, and puts your finger on the pulse of the search marketing community. Our hosts have made their way to the round table. The Pulse, the Pulse starts now. Hello, and welcome to the 38th edition of the Search Pulse. Today is Tuesday, October 2nd. My name is Barry Schwartz. Uh, with me today, as always, is Ben Pfeiffer uh, from RankSmart.com and Chris Boggs, the associate editor um, from uh, Brulant. Hey, guys, how you doing? Great. Doing good. That's good, that's good. Um, last week we had a good show. I'm not sure if we got though, that show actually live. Um, I'm told that they might have recovered the show, and if so, um, I will post the 37th edition, um, again, I will just update that post to go ahead and check tomorrow um, if that has actually been archived. And if that's the case, you go ahead and check it out and um, should be live tomorrow, I'm hoping. Um, that pretty much, um, you know, I'll put a link in the chat room to last week's show, but again, there is no link to the MP3 as of now. Hopefully tomorrow there will be it. Uh, it was a pretty good show. Uh, we talked a lot about a lot of cool stuff, um, and hopefully we'll get that back. Um, the big thing I wanted to discuss was that Yahoo last night uh, pushed a button, and they have now a new, um, I guess, a new type of interface for their search. Um, it's called, um, they launched something called Search Assist, and also went ahead and uh, blended the search results a bit to take a more of a universal approach. So now if you search for videos or other multimedia types of searches, that multimedia might be exactly found within the actual search results. Um, so the search assist is also a, uh, another concept, which is a lot like Ask.com's, um, their, their tools where they have narrow and refine your results on the left-hand side. Um, the search assist is similar to that, but it actually is a little bit cooler because it has this type of AJAX interface where, go, where you can actually open it up and close it. Um, they call it Explore Concepts. It's called Search Assist. You can turn it on and off. It's pretty cool. Um, it also has uh, search, as, you know, search suggestions as you type. Um, the new, two new things together uh, was a big announcement by Yahoo, and it really completes uh, the four major search engines from taking a different approach to the user interface for search, where Google went with uh, something called Universal Search, Ask.com went with Ask X, their Ask 3D type of interface. Microsoft launched last week a whole new Live.com 2.0 search interface. Um, so now we have Yahoo with their new search interface. Um, so all four have actually done it. Um, and that, I thought that was pretty uh, significant that all four have taken major steps to improve their search interfaces. Um, so let's go ahead and talk first about the Yahoo thing, and you know, let's start with Chris and get your ideas on that. Oh, I think it's pretty cool. I like their uh, word that they created, auto-magically. Uh, that's a nice addition. Hey, by the way, one quick thing, just for the future introduction, uh, the name of my company is pronounced Brulant. Brulant. Okay, sorry. That's uh, okay. Um, I, um, you know, I think this is cool. I want to play around with it some. Uh, you know, sometimes I find myself more and more often using the drop-down uh, suggestion. Where, since I do a lot of my searches in the Google toolbar, uh, and it comes up with a drop-down suggestion of either past searches or, or top suggested searches, I find myself using that more and more often. So I would hope, you know, I would hope that uh, that this kind of functionality is going to be adopted by a lot of people and that it ends up being worth the time. I mean, I would imagine that uh, they're not just doing it just to, uh, 
you know, say that they did some work this year, and hopefully it's going to end up being used. But it would be interesting to hear from the search engines, you know, the kind of usage um, statistics around these kind of things. I'm also interested in the uh, uh, the video layout that they showed uh, in regards to the Ready Set Bumbo um, page on, on on the Yahoo search blog, and I noticed that they've got uh, you know YouTube set out there, and uh, it looks like there's uh, uh, an example of YouTube, and then they give you uh, a, a full up video or a much fuller size video of the Yahoo one. So that's going to obviously drive some um, potential strategies around trying to get ranked in Yahoo video as well. Definitely. Um, and Ben, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, this is, is pretty neat. I can see a lot of people, you know, playing around with this and using it. It is it's quite, you know, interesting to kind of play around. I mean, the only thing I have, you know, concerns about or questions is that, you know, for the majority of the suggestions, they're for really popular searches. So, you know, we know that a lot of people search for, you know, completely new type of searches. They're just very long tail, you know, multi-keyword type of searches, like how is this going to affect their searching ability and whether they will, you know, respond to these suggestions for more broad terms or not. Um, so, and, and maybe that's a good thing for those websites that rank, you know, in the, for those pretty broad terms. Um, I don't know. I think it's pretty neat. I, I, I think people will, will like it, but at the same time, you know, I look at people, older people, like, let's say my grandmother, she's not going to have any idea what this is for and just start randomly typing stuff in. So, um, I think it will appeal to some people and it is, it is pretty cool that they have added this. Right. One thing I did notice, um, kind of off topic, but related to this is that how, how actually uh, Yahoo is actually embedding, obviously, the videos into the search results, but more specifically, they're embedding third-party uh, video pro- providers like MetaCafe. And Google did the same thing with their universal search when they launched it, like within hours. Um, they actually had MetaCafe video you actually open up and play in the same window on the search on the actual search results page. Uh, MetaCafe, I assume, got upset, and Google removed it soon after, where they actually linked to the video instead of just you know, showed us a little thumbnail of it, but actually then linked to that video. Um, Yahoo's still currently indexing and displaying the MetaCafe video on their site. Um, I assume once somebody makes a big stink about it, they will stop doing that and take the same approach Google did. Just one little thing I, I noticed as soon as I did, uh, saw this announcement. Um, outside of that, I mean, like I agree with you, Ben. Um, yeah, it's kind of a more advanced feature, especially the way they're using it, where they have to, they have to click on a little plus or a little arrow sign to open it up. I think the ask.com approach is a little easier for uh, users to understand because it's on the left-hand side and it's right under the search bar. It's a whole. I think it might be a little bit easier to understand. But nonetheless, it is cool. It's also a pretty good uh, keyword research tool. And uh, um, it probably will change the landscape a bit and uh, obviously allow more vertical integration and SEO tools to actually get in, in there. So if you, like Chris was saying, you know, optimize those videos and Yahoo videos and other videos so that you're actually coming up for these types of searches. Um, so that was pretty cool. Related to that is, like I said earlier, Microsoft actually went with a whole 2.0 approach with their search engine. Um, it's a little bit greener now. Um, they improved their relevancy, they said. Um, the speed, they said, is much faster. They streamlined their look and feel. And they actually um, did, you know, starting to actually leverage their the vertical engines to provide more of a blended or universal type of approach in their search engine, where if you do a search for, um, let's say, I don't know, tomorrow gave some examples, George Clooney upcome, you know, information about entertainment, um, obviously health and video and shopping, all these types of, all these types of queries are now um, specific towards um, 
you know, showing those types of vertical engines, which is pretty neat, and, you know, what, what the other engines are taking. Um, there was a search, search certification event by Microsoft last week, uh, towards the end of the week, um, and uh, it was pretty detailed coverage by um, Todd Oilman and also by uh, Vanessa Fox over at Search and Land. Um, so that's a whole new type of approach. People in the forums, um, there's a mix of reactions. Some people love it, some people hate their new results, but it's a whole new landscape over there as well. So let's start with Ben and get your thoughts overall on that launch. Yeah, on Emerson, um, yeah, we talked about this uh, last week a little bit. You know, honestly, I, I think it's okay. I really like some of the improvements that they made, the colors. It's a lot easier to read, a whole lot faster. Um, some of the results are even better. Um, you know, overall, though, for, like, commercial searches, like if you're doing a search for, like, an iPod or something like that, I'm not liking it very much. Just in the fact that it, like, really clutters up the page so much and I get presented with, you know, all sorts of products. And maybe I'm not trying to buy something. I'm looking for information, and it requires me to scroll halfway down the page to go through, you know, ten different results that don't really mean too much. Um, so I, I don't know. It, I, I like it. It's okay, but I'm not a huge fan of it. Okay. All right, fair enough. And, uh, Chris, what are your thoughts? I guess you lost them. Thank hey, you. sorry about that. I was on mute. Uh, I've never been that much of a, a user of live search, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, having run a, a few tests through here, I mean, it, it is interesting. I kind of agree with uh, Ben that, you know, it seems like they're kind of productizing it a little bit too much. Uh, you know, quote, unquote, they, they say, you asked us for more in entertainment, shopping, health, local, and video search. And so maybe I could see health, local, and video. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe people are really, it's their demographic that really wants more of this. But personally, uh, you know, I want a nice uh, bare bones uh, search engine. And uh, it, sure, it's nice to have a variety of different options. But the more bells and whistles that you put in front of me, the less likely I am to enjoy the experience. Great. Um, good points, and let's go ahead and take a break, and we'll come back. Uh, we'll start talking about the Yahoo search update, um, an algorithm update. So let's hit a commercial break now. We'll be back soon. Sit tight and don't move. The Pulse. Pulse. We'll be back after this short break. Guys, are you suffering from ED, email delivery problems? Is your email list underperforming? Then let JPG Mail enhance your results. We've got the best in email enhancement products on the web. Our email delivery service will enlarge and maximize the monetization of your data. JPG Mail will fulfill your needs from data acquisition, management, mailing to reporting, and give you the confidence to pick up visitors, enter a URL easily, and download suppression lists to enjoy that feeling of total satisfaction. We'll give you guys the ultimate tools, and we'll show you how to use them. Email enhancement, where you need it the most. JPGmail.com Hey, what are you reading? Revenue Magazine. It keeps me up to date on everything in performance marketing. Yeah, I get all my information online. <laughs> I don't see a computer next to your boogie board there. Well, I've got a regular magazine here. <laughs> Revenue Magazine is the only hard copy magazine that covers affiliate marketing techniques, search technologies, online fraud prevention, and interactive advertising, branding, and marketing. My magazine's got pictures. Revenue Magazine has everything for online marketers, affiliates, merchants, agencies, and networks. And you can read previous issues 
blogs, and more at RevenueToday.com. Mine's got a centerfold. Revenue Magazine, the performance marketing standard. For more information, go to RevenueToday.com. Learning how to monetize your domains, zero dollars. Listening to affiliate marketing tips on your iPod, zero dollars. Getting the latest search news on your cell phone, zero dollars. Listening to Dave N. talk about garlic breath, well, worthless. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. Back to The Pulse, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, and welcome back to The Search Pulse. Again, this is the 38th edition. Today's October 2nd. With me is Ben Pfeiffer and Chris Boggs. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Um, we just finished discussing how Yahoo and uh, Microsoft updated their search engines. Also, um, last week, um, Yahoo actually did an uh, update, uh, algorithm update. They posted a weather report um, at the Yahoo search blog. A lot of people saw dramatic jumps. Some people saw, you know, jumps from 160, position 168 to position 29. Other people saw just as dramatic jumps as well. There's been a lot of discussion over at Webmaster World and Digital Point forums um, about the update. Um, Aaron Wall seemed to find this um, update first. He said um, he saw a lot of shifts in rankings and problems with how Yahoo handled 301s. They also he noticed how. Yahoo changed how they uh, handle domain names, uh, the actual text in the domain names. Um, and also um, just normal shift changes. Um, the reason probably for the 301s is because Yahoo said it's the first time they actually released um, what is called, uh, what was that feature? It's the dynamic URL rewriting. So if people actually implemented saying, I rewrote my URL from here to there, that would obviously impact um, how some of the 301s are handled. Um, so I think we should start with Chris and get your ideas on you see any, anything you notice with that update by Yahoo. Actually, uh, looking into especially some of the sites that have been 301 redirected and haven't really noticed anything yet. Nothing's really been jumping out at us. Um, you know, we run uh, ranking reports on on a sort of a cyclical basis here, so uh, we'll be getting um, you know further data to look at over this week and and. Hopefully, I can provide you a little bit more insight next week, but I certainly want to take a close look. You know, like Lauren says, when when Aaron Wall notices something, people listen. So, <laughs> okay. And Ben, how about you? Um, I haven't seen a tremendous amount of change. Uh, some people that we watched, some sites we watched, did change somewhat. Um, you know, in response to about maybe ten places loss of ranking or improvement. Um, I, I followed this in the kind of the forums a little bit, and this was, uh, I guess, maybe a week ago. Um, or less than that, but um, you know, some people saying you know are saying they haven't seen a change in their results since 2006, and it's probably a little intense. But um, it seems that people are kind of complaining about certain results that are showing up in certain spam sites. Um, but you know, that's kind of typical when you see any type of weather report. Everybody's going to complain about that. So overall, some some change, but not tremendous. Okay, cool. All right, so that wraps up the Yahoo update. Um, what was this? I think last week, yeah, uh, Google actually posted that they have turned to nine. Um, their birthday was, um, what date was it? I think it was, uh, I think it was, I, well, I don't know, either uh, Thursday or Friday last week, and they said they actually turned nine. Um, so, you know, Google has doesn't have an exact date for when their birthday is. It's either, um, 
you know, it's either on the 27th, which was, yeah, last, uh, let me just double check. I think the 27th was Friday. Uh, bring up the calendar. I no, think, it, I think it was Friday. We we all forgot to cover it because you were gone. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry about that. I know, but that's okay. Um, so yeah, the twenty seventh was. So they actually celebrate on the twenty seventh. But typically, in the um, you know on their seventh birthday and on the sixth birthday, they, they celebrated on the seventh. Their eighth birthday last year, they celebrated on the twenty seventh. So I guess it jumps from when they want to actually celebrate it or not. It depends, I guess, when people are on the office or whatever. Um, they use this cool, it looks like a piñata type of uh, nine in for the the G in their the second the second G in Google, um, and uh, it was pretty cool. They have some candy coming out of it. There's tons of obviously discussion about Google turning nine in the forums. Uh, so let's start with uh, Ben. What were your thoughts about this? Um, well, happy birthday. Um, I had a, I had a birthday this past weekend myself. Um, oh wow, happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you know, some people were talking about whether Google was like nine or actually ten. Yeah. Not really consensus on it. I mean, the domain was registered ten years ago, but the, they're technically nine, I guess, in business years. <laughs> Dog years. But um, yeah, true. And Chris, what are your thoughts? Oh, uh, happy birthday, Ben. Uh, too bad we missed that. We should have had a big party for you. Maybe, maybe next year Google can send out the Google Jet for you, and you can uh, party with them. <laughs> That'd be nice. Uh, <laughs> yes, out to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it was a surprise to me when I saw the logo, and it's something that you know, uh, it, it was cool. I do like the logo as well, and I think that they they did it in in a cool way. They announced it in their logo, but they didn't go out with a bunch of uh, shebang. I imagine maybe they're trying to ramp up for when they turn ten, and they'll be a little bit more of a big deal about it. I mean, it's kind of multicultural, too, you know, it's a piñata, it's not like a birthday cake, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of At first, actually, when I saw it I, fe- it, I thought it looked like one of those uh, strings of fireworks that they set off on Chinese New Year's, I don't oh, know if yeah. you've ever seen that, but then I looked closer, and yeah, it is a piñata with candy in it, but it seems to have a multi look on that. Cool. Um, definitely. Uh, all right, so question for you guys, let's start with uh, Chris. Um, was a topic we discussed. Uh, Kim actually posted on Thursday. Why um, would a search engine have a you know submission form for you to submit their your site to them if they don't use it? It's in order for the shady SEOs out there that claim that you need to submit sites to uh, search engines to stay in business. Final answer. Yes. <laughs> Good one. Uh, and uh, Ben, what are your thoughts about that topic? Um. You know, actually, there were some good comments on Searching and Roundtable about this. Um, you know, some people are saying that they still use the submission form for brand-new websites, and they're not going to wait around for the links to get it calculated because sometimes that can take a while. Um, but, you know, the consensus was, you know, most people these days, I can't even remember the last time I ever submitted a site to Google or any other search engine, and I think most of the majority of SEOs that are on their game, you know, the same thing, too. We know we're, we're doing it with links and letting Google find it naturally. Um, but, you know, one comment was about, you know, there's a bunch of crazies out there that still think you'll get penalized if you submit to a submission form. So, but in regards to, like, why they still have it, I don't know. Uh, Chris, I, get, I, bet, I bet you get this, too, and I know, Barry, you do, too. You still get people that still ask you, like, how many times you have to submit to a search engine submission form, and you're just like, nope, don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I, 
rarely answer. <laughs> well, it reminds me of back in the day, you know, with wet position gold. It's like you really would, um, you know, I'm talking like in 99 and 2000, where you'd have a submission schedule. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I don't see them in there yet, so it's been two months. I better go ahead and resubmit. And, and, and wet position gold was very careful to warn you that you shouldn't oversubmit because then they think you're spamming. And, and you know, that kind of went away, obviously. But it, it's funny. I guess it is a throwback from the old days. I th- you know, I think that there is still some value in some submissions for some of the uh, the, the lesser search engines that that still require them, and that you can maybe you know get a link of some value out of, uh, even though it's quote unquote a search engine. It's more like a directory in those cases, though. Right. Right. I, one last thing, I guess you know another important question too is like, what happens if they would have removed the submission form? You know, like people would probably riot and freak out. You know. Sure. Uh, or maybe not so much like now, but, you know, people would be kind of like, why do they do that? Because you still have a lot of people out there that think in order to get into a search engine, you have to submit to them, you know? Right. It's like having a suggestion box for your employees, you know? They yeah. put something in there, and where does it really go? You know, there's a garbage can usually under the suggestion box. <laughs> type of same type of thing. Um, <laughs> next thing is, um, all right, so the next topic, Ben, you wrote about on Thursdays. Uh, how long does it take for a site to update um, if you do site Y 301s, so how long does Google take to actually count for those types of things? And Ben, maybe you want to discuss, you know, what you you wrote about it and what you found out. Yeah, um, I just kind of started off from like a thread on one of the forums. I think it was Webmaster World, and this guy was asking. You know, he had like uh, you know 120 something thousand pages, and uh, he had redirected them all to brand new URLs. And you know, we were kind of sitting around going, well, why would you want to do something like that unless it was absolutely necessary? And and you know, what did 120 of those pages contain in the first place? So it kind of came down to people were responding and saying that, yeah, it's going to take a long time for all these pages in order to get back into the index. And, um, yes, you're going to see a drop in, in traffic as to be expected. You know, obviously, like Yahoo had some redirect issues, and Google takes time in order to factor some of this stuff in and, and get fully spidered again. So, um, you know, it, it comes down to is it worth to change it? And some people agreed yes. Uh, most notably, um, one of the forum posters, you know, kind of profiled it a little bit and said, you know, you've got several pitfalls when associated with changing so many, you know, redirects to new URLs. Is one that could be poorly configured. Um, two, um, you have to make sure searching is get all the new URLs and they're redirected to the correct URLs. And then, um, you know, is it more effective um, way? You know, doing the re- is the redirects doing a more effective way than like just letting Google find the 404 pages and just remove it from the index. Right, right. Right. And uh, Chris, what were your thoughts on on that topic? Well, uh, at the very top level, I mean, I think there's going to be a difference as to whether you're completely uh, going to a new URL or if your pages are changing. So let's say your your home domain stays the same and you're just redirecting to a different directory structure. Uh, I think that there's going to be a, a quicker boost in that. And, and, and based on what I've seen, um, you know, the, the few times that we've had to switch to an entirely new URL, it seems to be a little bit slower of a process. Another thing that I saw also uh, recently, which was kind of confusing, was um, in some cases after a 301's been indexed for a long time, um, Google will then uh, randomly, and it seems, and this is something where we need to test it more. And I'm curious if you guys have ever seen this, but the display URL randomly goes goes back to the old one. 
even though it's still uh, the 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 link from the title of of the SERP listing still goes to the new page, the display URL uh, switches back to like in, in the case that we were dealing with, there was a particular vanity URL that that a hotel site was using, and they had you know transferred all their weight over to the new uh, URL on on the main hotel site, and everything seemed to be hunky dory, and and then suddenly we were uh, we noticed it because uh, our rankings suddenly disappeared, and we were like, what the heck? But we went and looked at it, and it was still there, but the display URL was different. So it was, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. You see it sometimes, but usually there's something, something uh, wrong with something, either on Google's side or the other side, or it might be just a time issue. So. And what about the idea of if you're switching an entire you uh, entire domain versus switching just the the schema, which it kind of looks like what Moshier was talking about here, where you're just really working on the deep pages and you're keeping the root domain? Have you noticed that where it seems to be quicker? Have, have you guys tried any complete URL shiftovers before and noticed a lag in that in comparison? It's really, I think about the number of pages, as far as I I understand it. Ben, you have other thoughts? Um. Yeah, it, it largely has to do with the number of pages, I think, um, and especially, you know, the links going to the site and kind of the authority status that it has. Um, one exception, though, and actually this was the site today that we were working with, um, sometimes, like, the old URL can disappear, but the page will still show up just based on whether the server will still serve it or not. Um, and so if that's the case, then it makes sense to do a 301 redirect because um, both instances of the pages will still exist. Right. Okay, well, we're pretty much out of time. I'm going to go through a lightning round in a minute. And um, so I guess we'll just, you know, shoot right on to lightning round now. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you. All right, so a lot of topics we didn't have time to discuss. It included an article uh, Ben wrote about how uh, multi-language uh, lingual sites and geolocations, how that might impact the regionalization of some search results. Um, we also talked about, you know, the whole concept of, you know, if you build your site for, a, you know, for your end user, it will do well in the search rankings. And um, a lot of that's been discussed over the you know, past five, ten years of SEO. Um, and Kim Krause had a, a good article about that, as did uh, 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 Chris this morning, who had a, a great article about that. So check that out at the, at the blog. Um, Google indexed uh, you know, the number of pay, you know, the, in the index page counts, like in the estimates on the top right. Um, they're going up and down like crazy. A lot of discussion about that over at Webmaster World. In addition, there's a large thread for Webmaster World about the uh, changes people have been seeing and discussing in uh, at Google, and they've been discussing it a lot in the actual chat room at Webmaster Radio.fm as well as at Webmaster World. Yahoo is launching their site blocking tool for their advertisers, so if advertisers do not want their ads to display on certain sites, they can actually go ahead and define that. It's coming mid-October. Um, uh, also, a topic about should Google block... Um, AdWords professional sites. You know how they have you know qualified AdWords professional pages, so they block them from being indexed. Um, some AdSense publishers um, actually get paid after they have been banned, so they earn money, they get banned, and Google will actually pay out some of those ad, uh, AdSense publishers. Um, this is a topic about how uh, there are, there are several quick ways to actually get approved for a Google AdSense. If you're into that, um, the U.S. dollar has been is at pretty much at a near time low, and a lot of people are discussing how that impacts some AdSense publishers um, who are international. Uh, Google has been expanding their YouTube AdSense beta testing, um, so you might have noticed some discussion about that. A man sued fi- uh, Google for five million dollars over a upside down social security number. It's a very interesting story. Um, 
do a search in uh, SE Roundtable for Social Security number, and you'll read about that story. It's pretty interesting. Um, we also told you how to slow down Googlebot from crawling your site. There's different techniques you could take. Uh, Google AdSense has expanded their Western Union payment options for some countries, not in the U.S., but other countries. Um, the Open Directory Project, uh, you know, dmoz.org, actually created a community blog. Google Audio Ads was reviewed, and Tamar posted about that. And Danny Sullivan uh, turned 42 um, last week. And obviously it was also Google's birthday, and it also was Ben's birthday. So happy birthday, Ben, Danny, and Google. And um, everyone, that wraps up the 38th edition of the Search Pulse. I hope to post a recap of this show tomorrow afternoon at scroundtable.com. If you have any questions or comments, please uh, feel free to comment at the post tomorrow. Again, that was the 38th edition. It took place October 2nd. And tune in next week, Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for next week's show. Everyone, have a great uh, night.